0: the Boostly Podcast. We are in Season 8, Episode 14, fighting back against the coronavirus crisis, helping the hospitality industry bounce back by giving proactive advice on how you can go and get more direct bookings and not have to rely on those OTAs doing so. Today, we're going to talk about how to get bookings in the future. Uh, I invited on Henry, Henry Bennett from uh, You're Welcome, you're welcome if you haven't already checked out. It's a fantastic little tool, a fantastic business, a fantastic bit of kit that really helps with that in-guest experience, but also as well, it's a really cool tool to drive direct bookings. I'll let Henry explain more about it. Uh, but. As you're checking out this episode as you're listening in uh, you'll be glad to know that we've brought back the quick fire questions I've had a few people message me asking where they are we've brought them back and it's a coronavirus themed themed quickfire questions so you'll enjoy them there later on in the episode also as well this podcast is sponsored by hostfully so thank you so much to our sponsored hostfully they do digital guidebooks uh, and you can wow your guests with digital guidebooks that you can send to them before they even arrive, but also as well, it is sponsored by the Book Direct Membership. The Boostly Book Direct Membership. You can join now just $9.99 you get for your membership. All of your social media content sorted every single month by my in-house design team 30 fresh pieces ready to go you just copy paste amend personalize for you and post it you also get a listing on the book direct map which is uh, a a listing site like no other and also as well you get access to uh, tutorial videos that I've created showing you how to get set up on facebook how to get set up on instagram how to get set up on pinterest youtube linkedin you name it i also show you how to make the otas work for you and how to convert an ota booking into a direct booking plus so much more you also get uh, access to a private facebook group and it's a really nice low-cost membership group all around book direct please do go check it out booster.co.uk forward slash b d m Without further ado, let's get in with today's topic, today's interview. You're going to enjoy it. It's a ton of fun. Henry's a great guest and I'm really excited to share him and his methods tactics and tips with you. So I'll see you on the other side. As always, any reviews, any feedback, let us know. Leave a review on iTunes, go follow us on YouTube, go follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, everywhere, and tell just one person about what we are doing.
1: I'm Henry. I'm the CEO of You're Welcome. I'm currently sitting in South Bank, where I live with my family. I've got three young kids downstairs. So definitely, uh, we're definitely struggling, so I'm hoping none of them are going to come in during this, so fingers crossed. So yeah, you're, you're Welcome started four years ago. We're probably the most used guest app globally now. Basically, it's subscription service Uh, uh, you sign up we give you a free tablet it's left out for your guests and the tablet acts as a a transactional and informational portal during the stay for the guests where owners and managers can upsell their own services like late checkout or additional cleaning And we have deals in place with a plethora of third-party services such as food delivery tourist tickets To enable owners and managers to make money as they go but also more currently for this particular webinar we also offer the ability for you to market your own properties during the stay so you can obviously put a banner on the tablets which can market your own uh, portfolio to try and drive director. so let's
0: let's kick on then with the first topic yep. third of the world that is currently in lockdown international travel is a bit of a standstill the majority of people that are t- tuning into this will not be able to take bookings right now we're sort of looking for long term so what advice could you pass on particularly when it coming into getting direct bookings yeah, for yeah. people that are looking for sort of the, the bookings in the in the medium to long term what, what what sort of advice yeah, can no. you share
1: i think like the overriding thing i would say is we work with over one and a half thousand property management companies globally. One of the things that always strikes us is that up until probably six months ago, maybe a year ago, really direct bookings and aggregating guest emails was a very secondary thought process in that you know everyone's very reliant on OTAs and one of the things that we we, we like we often say, say say to people is that really if you look at the guest cycle of how it goes right the booking is done initially on the OTA you're likely to acquire most of your customers there initially and the OTAs own that space we all know that you try your best to try and get a percentage but broadly most people come from an OTA then what happens is they come into your property that is the point that you own your own customer but the problem is a lot of property managers have moved to keyless entry and they don't contact guests and they've seen it it's almost like a positive They're The less contact you have, the better, particularly VC-backed Airbnb management companies, the total hands-off service. And I think this is a huge mistake in that, you know, if you don't own your own customer have no contact, at what point can you turn them into potential direct booker if you don't at any point contact them? Because we all know at the end of the guest cycle, once they've left the property, the OTAs own that as well, because you want those reviews on there. So the biggest thing that I would say is you've got to, as soon as, you know, the world wakes up again, you've got to make sure you reconnect with the guests. And basically, you can do that whether you use our product or whether you phone them, text them, turn up you know meet 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 meet, and greet them. I think a lot of people have fallen into this trap of obviously there's a money saving value to having keyless entry, but you really lose a point of contact which enables you to establish a a connection and any brand or any company that wants to drive direct sales has to have a connection. So I think the biggest advice that we can say is you really got to look at the touch points you have with your customers that aren't on the OTA and you really got to push the value at that point. And that's probably the biggest advice that we can probably give at that point.
0: With with hospitality now going to so many different ways, like with the Airbnb model that people can have a, you know, a spare house or, you know, a spare room that they can rent out. So it's sort of taking people away from hotels as much as what it was in the past and all these new fancy, gadgets and gizmos and things that have been created i think that the whole core basis of what hospitality is specifically if you look at bed and breakfast for example where you know the people are coming to stay in your house for for, for a a large majority of people the you know the the reasons why they choose to come and stay with you and your business instead of say going to a travel lodge is that personalization it's that hospital it's that hospitality feel which is what makes it so important and i feel that for a large majority of the time people are sort of moving away from this, where now more than ever, you really want to be reminding your guests, your previous guests or potential future guests, the reason why they booked or the reason why they came to stay with you, the reason why they enjoyed it so much. And you have got the time now to tuned or, you know, reinterested interested in your guests. And there's people in here who are watching this live or on the replay that will have email lists of a thousand people. There'll be people in here who've got an email list of just two. Well, guess what? The short, the smaller the list, the more of a benefit you've got now, where you can just email. There will be people watching this who will not have an email list. Um, now, is there any software over the years that you've tried or any ones that you recommend or the ones that you've seen that your members use? Is, is there any ones out there that, that, that people could sort of get started on if, if they haven't got a particular email list or any tools or software out there? Yeah,
1: there's two things that, that I wanted to sort of add to this is that just very quickly touch on the point before first is that your brand equity with a guest is zero when they book through an ota the value that you drive during the stay enables you to then communicate thereafter so i think in terms of building an email list look there's 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 lots of software out there the majority of people build their list in things like mailchimp the thing i think that's most important that most people forget is that it's the personalization so that email that goes out if you just constantly bombard people with 10 percent off book direct it's not going to work you should know if you meet and greet these people you can get a wealth of information that's way better than any hotel loyalty scheme. You can find out why they're staying. You can find out because they're staying because there's a golf course near you or because in my case, really interesting, right? So I live on the South Bank, but actually I found out having had your welcome tablets in here that a lot of people book with me because they want to go to the rugby. So they can stay in the center of London. There's an easy service to Twickenham. So if you start getting that information when you're sending out your, your emails, whether you're using MailChimp or whichever service that you're going to use, you can absolutely tailor what that email is on a personalized in a personalized way rather than just doing a mass mass mail so i think the biggest advice that i've got for everyone is that whether or not you have got no emails at all and you're going to literally send a manual email through your google like google account that doesn't matter either right because a lot of people look at mailchimp designed emails coming it's straight delete they get caught in spam filters but the biggest thing that you can do is to make sure that that email plays into something that you know about that guest that potentially no one else does because airbnb were hitting them booking.com are hitting them all these people are hitting them but they're all just plain vanilla emails of places. Your ability is that you can send an email with actual value for them that's personalized to them. I think the biggest thing I think I would say is that at the start, I wouldn't pay for any pay. You can do 2,000 emails on Mailchimp, but I think the key thing is the content first.
0: When you're writing your content, when you're putting together an email or putting together a post on social media or whatever, you've got to you've got to think of it as twofold. Number one, what are you what do you like to talk about? But also as well, what would they like to read? Whoever your customer advertiser, whoever like your ideal guest is, if for example, where I am sat right now, which is the granary, it's a farm state property, it is massively kid friendly, that's who we target is families. We wouldn't start sending emails out talking about the best places to go for a drink in Scarborough, because that's just not a line, you know. Right. So you've got to you've got to make sure that you do that. But if you can craft an email together and it doesn't have to be a lot where you are just sort of talking about something that they want to open up and you're right, don't sell all the time. Then people will start to remember you much, much more than, than, Anything else that they've got in in, in their inbox? Now you, you touched upon hotel sort of incentives and, and hotel programs like loyalty yeah. programs and whatnot. I think that incentivizing is a is a massive tool that so many people don't use, particularly hospitality owners when it when it comes to to guests. What would your advice be of the sort of the number one bit of advice that you would pass on to hosts when it would encourage a guest to book yeah. direct?
1: So we see out of the one and a half thousand plus property managers you work with we see an absolute plethora of ways that people market to their guests, right? So typically what happens is with our tablets, you put a banner on there, which basically is like, look, look look, at our other properties or book direct and save money. Then what then happens is our property management company set up a landing page on their website that is tailored only to people they're in their property at that point, which is really interesting, right? So we don't see this enough. So you've got a captive audience, you know they're in your property, they're enjoying their stay because they're interacting with the service. They come onto uh, a, you know a page that only people are staying in. And we see some really interesting ways that people do this. And the most effective we've seen is gifting your friends a presence. The best one we've seen is someone set a landing page up saying you're enjoying your stay. We've also got 60 other properties all over America or wherever it was but put in the email addresses of three of your friends and we'll email them discounted stay at our property. And I was thinking that's actually really good because if you're enjoying the stay and you're loving it, you're there with the kid, why wouldn't you do that? And it, it grows your email list and also your friends are getting that and it basically that the the email will be your friend insert their name because obviously you've got that or the the property manager has got that has recommended you might like this and here's 10 percent off as soon as you personalize it to someone you know that's a completely different kettle of fish than just you mark so that's that that's one of the best things that we've seen and the second thing i'd say which is really interesting that, that i've always been surprised about since entering this industry is property managers generally the disregard for non-paying guests' contact details is so surprising. So uh, Mark, like me, you've probably been in a situation, you've been away with friends, there's always one person who ends up having to put their credit card down. You never wanna be that person, right? That person might be your customer in terms of your merchant record and your payment, but actually all the other people that are staying there are equal customers. So how you aggregate and market to those other people is really important. If you don't meet and greet them, if you don't have something like your welcome or whatever you do in there, you're missing out basically. So for every customer that comes, particularly if you've got a big house, so couples stay there or family, multiple families, you need to make sure that you aggregate their contact details. It's super important because you basically can exponentially grow your uh, email list very quickly.
0: Everybody knows that when you get a booking come in from an OTA, whether it's Airbnb or booking.com, then you don't, they don't give you their email address and one of the biggest things that people have to do is get that data you have to get yeah. that email because when you've got that you do have the ability then to do so much more and, and do, these, do these marketing again if you're not doing this already and if you're watching or listening to this and if you're not currently creating a google form and when a booking comes in the little automated email that goes out if you're just saying thank you so much for the booking just please fill in this form because it'll it will make your checking process a lot smoother then again you should be doing that because that's a great way of getting those email addresses. You know, you can even put a little consent form in there, and that's what you can definitely, definitely start to do. In-
1: also, if you look at the retail world, right? If you look at it now, you go into a retail store. What they often say is, "Would you like a paper receipt or would you like it emailed, right, straight away?" Or, for example, they try and get you to sign up to get a discount to their cards. All they're doing is the same thing. You're in their premises. They've got a very short window for a captive audience, and they're doing exactly what you should be doing. And I think that's just, you know, something that we need to see more and more. Of.
0: Let's move on to talk about how to get bookings in the future. Now, people are having to market their properties now, even if they can't take bookings right now, we're obviously going to be coming into a what's called a new normal with this world. When when it does settle down on the back of of, of the coronavirus and and all all of these things, what would be your one bit of advice, let's say, that you would be giving to guests when they're looking to market their properties online from here on in, so sort of saying from April on in, what should people really be focusing on doing when they're gonna be coming out and sort of marketing their properties again? Maybe differently from what they would have
1: done. One of the things that we see very regularly with Your Welcome is, so we have access to patterns of search data for guests that are using our tablets. One of the things that strikes me a lot is when we share that with our customers, a lot of them are quite surprised. And I'll give you, I'll give you a really good example. We've got a client that has a, quite a premium portfolio across Covent Garden and Soho in London. So for those people that aren't in London, that's super prime area in London. So there's a famous street, as everyone knows, called Oxford Street in London. And one of the things when we drill down into the data, as an example, I think it was something like 75% of guests, maybe more, were searching something to do with Oxford Street. How far away is it? Where is it? What's on there? And one of the things we found really interesting about this was that on the OTA listings and their direct booking page, they make no mention of Oxford Street. They talk about theatres, they talk about culture, everything that you perceive if you live in this town of what you think a guest would come to stay. But actually, they all want Oxford Street, but yet they don't want to put it on their OTA listing stuff because they feel like it devalues property. But actually the reality is that is what they're looking for. And I think that's one of the things that we see quite a lot is a disconnect between what guests search for in property and what the listing is portraying, which is quite interesting. So I think you've got to think really carefully about what is your audience and what actually do people come here for? You might think if you're an individual owner, I've got the most amazing house in zone four in London. They come here because you know architecture is great. There's loads of bespoke cafes they're not they're coming here to stay here because it's cheaper to stay there to get into central london so basically talk about the transport links don't talk about how vibrant this area is talk about you can come here it's more economic to stay here and you can get into town in 20 minutes and that is that's your value add i think when you come into it i think the hype and the 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 success of of what we've seen with the short stay market i think now is going to boil down to brass tacks what are the value points that you offer your guests and i think you have to be open about it there's no point doing anything other than that and I think that's one of the things that we constantly see between perception and reality, because we have the reality of what guests actually want, right? Um, and I mm. think that's that's one of the things I'd recommend.
0: In a nutshell, I think every you always just assume, I mean, this is the biggest mistake any business owner can make, is just assume what the plus points of your business is to your customer's needs. And I think if anybody is struggling with that, and we we, we speak about customer avatar all the time, and we speak about you know, what do I guess really want or what do I guess really like? But if you're just assuming it, then it's particularly if you're going off reviews, if you're looking at reviews, then as we all know, reviews can, even though it says five star, people can just be doing that because they want it to be nice. They don't want to be, they don't want to be a dick, right? What I found is one of the best ways of doing this is to do a survey. You know, you can do a free survey with surveymonkey.com. And again, this would be a perfect time to run a survey and survey your previous guests to find out exactly what they do like. And make sure that you don't just ask fluffy questions, don't ask woolly questions, get really down to it. Like you say in the brass tacks, like really think of 10 questions that you could ask your previous customers, your previous guests, what they like and what they don't like about you. And again, SurveyMonkey is free, Google Forms is free. And you know, now more than ever, it's the perfect time to do this because where are people gonna go? They're going to be sat on their computers. They're going to be sat on their phones. and email pings through. You can incentivize it. So you can just say, hey, you know, uh, we're, we're asking these questions. It will really help us in the future. We'd really appreciate it. You know, we'll pick one person out of whoever fills it in and they'll get Amazon vouchers or, you know, Disney plus free or whatever you want to do. But it'd be a great time to do this. What I love about Your Welcome is it's it's very different. Unlike anything else that, that you know, I've seen like you give them a tablet. It's in the property and people use it. What was the general idea behind this? I know you've spoken about this on other podcasts and other interviews that you've done, but I really was just like to find like the idea of where this came from and just sort of explain it yeah. It, in, in most simplistic of, of ways to the people that yeah. are watching, because there are going to be people who are watching this, who will be looking at ways and means and how they can make their guest experience even better.
1: It's actually a fairly good story how your welcome came about. So myself, my business partner didn't work at all in this industry. We had just sold our previous business. Basically we were just deciding what we we're going to do next. And I convinced my wife, despite having three young kids at the time that as Airbnb was really blowing up. We've got a house on on the market. So what never, what happened was um, we got a lot of guests actually from America who love the outside of the building because it's 250 years old. But actually when they got inside the property, it was an absolute nightmare. It's an open fire. It's just, it's just a bit of a nightmare for, a mess for people staying there. So basically how being an entrepreneur by nature, rather than giving it to a property management company to deal with, what I decided to do was I recorded seven videos of the seven key things of how to answer any questions. So how do you make it open fire? How's the heating system work? And how's this? And I left it on pretty crappy I think it was an iPod Touch, I think, actually, that I just left out. And what happened was we went away and the call sort of stopped. And I came back and I looked at the iPod Touch and they hadn't cleared the search data. So I could see everything they'd searched just because I left out its iPod Touch. And they were looking for uh, tourist tickets and stuff. And it sparked an idea uh, in me that I felt if we offered enough value to property owners to install physical hardware and we had access to search data, what would happen is we could match a highly spendy audience, the guests, businesses locally that are looking to attract those customers that you can't really market. And that's where the idea came from. And actually it's evolved quite a lot. And I think one of the things really interesting coming out of this this mess is that one of the things we've always thought is that when you look at the hotel industry, hotel industry has changed a lot, right? They're no longer solely focused on occupancy revenue. I think globally it represents about 65% of hotel revenue if you look across all the major hotel chains now. And what they've done is they're now look, they're not looking for mass occupancy, they're looking for good occupancy. And good occupancy means being able to sell services on top of it. So hotels have a massive advantage because obviously they have people on site, they can push people to restaurants, et cetera. And I think one of the things that the short stay industry is gonna see quite a lot is an emphasis on selling services. A Couple of reasons why, first of all, you don't share service revenue with the underlying property owner. So typically the contracts are you share, so you sell occupancy revenue. And also you're not sharing it with the OTA, Obviously, and you're also not sharing with the PMSs that are increasingly charging percentages of. So if you sell for, if you if you generate one pound or dollar in service revenue, i.e. selling a late checkout or whatever it might be, that is equivalent to about one dollar sixty in occupancy revenue. So actually your business should be looking at this going. When we get a customer in our door, a guest, how can we maximize the revenue that we generate from this guest? And I think we're going to see this more and more. And, you know, from a buyer's perspective, obviously having a a physical tablet of which you can sell services obviously helps that. And I think that's whether you use us or something else, I think you've really got to focus on how can you upgrade the guest stay? Can you sell an early check-in? Can you sell a late check-in? Can you sell additional cleaning? Can you sell equipment higher? Because when you look at it, you might only make an extra £15, $15 per stay. But as a percentage, once you take off all the OTA. PMS fees and stuff, that 15 pounds is actually pretty material. And I think that's that's one of the biggest things that our, our product does is it enables people to drive additional revenue streams. which I think is going to become a major part of this industry going forward.
0: And this is what I like about it, specifically with the tablet and the tool that, that you provide, is that when it comes to a rental property, and say you may only have one, there's only a certain amount of days or weeks that you can fill out in a year. There's only a set level of revenue like you're saying that you could potentially make from there but by adding in these extras whatever these extras may be like late checkout for example it's one that you spoke about before other little ways and means but by adding in 15 15 euros 15 pounds you know every week it adds up and and that could mean a massive difference for your 2021 Know, 2020 mm-hmm. profits to 2021 profit what's the website where's the best place to go what, what, what's so the domain for your welcome so it's
1: www.yourwelcome.com i'll spell it because obviously it's grammatically incorrect so it's Y-O-U-R-W-E-L-C-O-M-E.com. y-o-u-r w-e-l-c-o-m-e.com you're welcome if you t- if you search your welcome tablet it will come up top it should do yeah.
0: all of the show notes all of the links they will be put together in a blog post that we're going to create on the back of, of this interview so you can go to booster.co.uk forward slash podcast you go there look for season. Eight. at the very top you, you'll see uh, henry's face and you'll see you're welcome so you can click on there and find out everything now this is something that i've i've not had so far in season eight of the podcast the quick fire questions but i wanted to bring it back and i wanted to give it a little bit of a coronavirus little twist and tweak yeah, to yeah. It. so so number one if you could be on lockdown or in isolated with one celebrity who would it be
1: so i'm not massively into celebrity but i think about it beforehand i think I think I'd probably go for Gina Miller. I don't know if everyone knows who she is, but she's uh, some, someone that is, uh, has campaigned very well to keep the government in check in the UK or over Brexit. We share a similar political belief and uh, I'm a big fan.
0: A nice little one thought to pick her brains or just to have in your
1: corner. Yeah, I think pick, pick, pick her brains Maybe my wife listening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so if there is one movie or series that you've had on that to-do list yeah. to watch list netflix or wherever but you haven't had the best chance to do so and obviously you've got you've got kids so you may not have had that chance to do so but what has been on the on the to watch list on netflix or, or disney or sky or so yeah
1: so so ozark i don't know if people have been watching that on netflix i'm pretty into ozark i've seen the first series there's now just a third one released i've got all of season two and season three and actually i was pretty excited i think we've got three three customers in the place. Ozark people have watched it they'll know they'll know what that means so yeah
0: I have seen that uh, I, I haven't I haven't checked it out yet but uh, Ozark is on the list what is the one thing that you have missed being since you've been on lockdown so it could be a trip to a coffee shop it could be just you know walking in general the one thing that the one main thing that you have missed the most since being done on lockdown
1: freedom I think I think for me I love getting out with the kids going on bike rides and stuff and i think that you know like like i think go, go, like going on a long bike ride with the kids we're missing massively obviously in theory you can go for an hour's uh an hour's exercise but it's pretty challenging trying to explain to your five-year-old that look, if you see a person you've got to be you know two meters apart because it's the reverse of what you're brought up to do. If you see someone, you're meant to cross the road, right? So you're almost like having to teach them a social social change. I think that's hor- it's horrendous, right? It's,
0: it's like doing exercise, but without being judged for doing it. You yeah, know, totally I've never, seen, I've never yeah. seen
1: so many people just, uh, just
0: like second, like judging people while they are exercising. Yeah. It's insane. But yeah, I totally get that, being able to leave. And, you know, kids are just so sociable as it is. My four-year-old asks everybody what their name is, who, you know, how are they and stuff. So it's like one of them, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a mad time. What has been your best purchase under £100 in the past six months? It's
1: actually been the last two weeks. So this is obviously quite amusing and personal for this time. So it's definitely toilet roll. So I can tell you my house, my kids were not happy about reverting to kitchen roll in the toilet. So when I found some kitchen roll, let me tell you, it was nowhere near £100, but I probably would have paid £100 at that point. I I like that. I like
0: that. Okay, so do you have a favourite podcast or a YouTube channel that
1: you go to? I've got a couple, but my, 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 my tastes are either high or low. So probably my favourite podcast, probably the Guardian Politics podcast, or it's a number of which I won't go into, of 80s football podcast. So either I'm up or down, depending on where, on where, where we sit. sitting.
0: Football, it's, 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 a, it's a mad one. I'm, I'm a big Liverpool fan, but I haven't really thought about football probably in the last no, couple well, of weeks.
1: Today, actually, it was my son's uh, fifth birthday on, uh, uh, on Sunday and the present didn't turn up, but his, his first QPR kit turned up today which is pretty excited
0: about. Yeah, I'm looking forward to when all of this is over and you've got a little release, like sport, be a, a big release Everyone and just be, be, to be able to get back a bit to a bit of normality, get get, a, get football back, yeah, yeah. however or whatever football looks like when, when this all does come back. And, uh, okay, final one, and it's a question that I ask everybody, every guest, you could give one bit of advice to a hospitality owner watching this right now, especially when it comes to boosting their direct beckons, What would be that, that one bit? Of
1: the biggest advice, advice is, Any business that does not own their own customers ultimately is in a perilous position. And we've seen this as what what has happened in this particular horrendous incident. The biggest advice I can give you is you have to understand if you, all the OTAs are acquisition channels. That's all they are, right? You get a booking, but that booking is an acquisition. And it's up to you what you do after that acquisition. Good businesses turn that acquisition into multiple purchases. Bad businesses just let that go and just continue to rely on that one-time OTA acquisition channel. So, the biggest thing is look at your business and just think, how can I turn this OTA booking into either a future direct booking or an advocate? There are two things you should look to do. And actually, those two things should be more important than the review, thinking about review on the OTA site. Because once you've got 500 five star reviews, at that point, you really start thinking past that. People are going to book after you see volume of good reviews. And start thinking about how do you turn that into a future direct booking?
0: Any hospitality host, owner, property manager has has seen from the last two weeks, three weeks, is you cannot build your house on someone else's land. Airbnb have proved it. Booking.com have proved it, have how they've treated hosts. So you've got to, got to, got to, if your one mission will be for the rest of 2020 is figure out how you are going to get an increase in your direct bookings. We have hosts watching this who have 100% direct bookings. They are lucky they don't have to rely on. OTAs but we have people who watch and listen to this that rely heavily 90% plus on third parties to bring in their bookings so if you do one thing start building your email list start building your diary bookings get a better website and you know this if this happens again whatever this is, then uh, yeah, hopefully you'll be protected because you'll have that guest, you'll have that Darren Buckingham. Henry, really, really appreciate it you. coming on onto this yourwelcome.com or just Google Your Welcome tablet. Please, please, please do go check it out. It is a it is a fantastic service. It is a fantastic idea. And I know that there are a lot of people in the Boostly world use Your Welcome. I know there are a lot of people in the hospitality community that use them and the other channels that and the groups that I'm, I'm in, I know they use them and is one of those things that you can just simply do to increase your guest experience that will have massive dividends in the future as in direct bookings or extra revenue. So do, do check them out. And thank you everybody for tuning in. Please do me one massive favor before you go, tell a friend. So to share this video, whether it's live or on the replay, share it with friends, send it in an email, uh, share it on your social media, share it in Facebook groups, LinkedIn, wherever you are, just tell one person about it. Tell them about we're doing live videos every night in April to help the hospitality industry bounce back from the coronavirus. And if you are listening to this on the podcast, I need you to do me one favor. Go to where you listen to your podcasts and subscribe, and then leave a review. So rate and review it, because when you do, I can always see that the viewing figures go up and up, and we go up and up in the the chart. We are filtering around the top 30 in the UK in the management podcast. Random category to be in, but whenever we get reviews, we go higher up that list. So please, please do that for me. And we'll be back tomorrow, 2nd of April, for another live video. Uh, Until then, thank you so much for everybody for tuning in, and I'll see you on the other side.